happening. Okay. So we're joined with Hannah Gill from, where are you from? Houston, Texas. Nice. And we were just sharing before pressing record here that we hardly know each other. So um, viewers are going to just view an authentic conversation where all my questions, I actually don't know the answers to them. Yeah. So let's start with, um, just tell us a little bit about your, your art practice. Okay. Well, um, I've always been an artist, but to be honest, it kind of stressed me out a little bit. Um, doing art just because the process was so long and I had to clean up. And so when I, when I recently got into digital art, I was very happy because I could do it anywhere. There was no cleanup. So um, my process is pretty simple. I, I don't, I try not to draw before I've done my sadhana, especially because a lot of the work that I do is Krishna conscious style. And I really do think that uh, the mood that I have while I do these works is more important than the techni technical skill. So my, my process is my sadhana first. Um, and if I have no inspiration, I'll just go about my regular day and read. I read a lot. Um, when I first came to Krishna Consciousness, my spiritual master read with me every single day for one year, for an hour every day. So uh, that's mainly my inspiration, so the books. So I, if I don't have any inspiration, I'll just read. Prema Mala or uh, Krishna book. Um, I might start reading Brihad Bhagavatamrita because someone sent me some excerpts today from that book and it's really descriptive. So uh, yeah, I read a lot, I do my sadhana and then whatever comes, comes. That's super inspiring. I'm, I'm feeling like this, this podcast is more like, it's like there's, bit, there's some divine arrangement here so that I could be inspired by you. <laughs> oh, for um, sure. um, because yeah, I've often thought the, the same way about sadhana, um, about, you know, putting sadhana before art because art really is just a manifestation of my consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. And why should I share my consciousness? Why should someone um, engage with my my art, um, or, you know, really the best motivation I can think of is to benefit them, right? But how can I benefit someone through my art unless I'm, uh, my consciousness is good. So, um, yeah, thank you for bringing that up straight up, straight off the bat. Um, for some of the listeners though, I think maybe who aren't familiar with Sadhana, can you tell us a little bit about that? What, what do you mean when you say sadhana and what is your sadhana? Okay, so sadhana means a spiritual practice, what you do every day. Uh, one, of, one of the great teachers in, in, the, in the movement that I'm a part of said that every human being to live a balanced life has to do four things every single day. They have to do something spiritual, something physical, something social, and uh, something emotional. Um, so 
I try to check off that list. So for my spiritual part of my day or my sadhana, what I do consistently every single day, because consistency is also important, um, is I do mantra meditation. So I, I chant the Maha Mantra, which means the great mantra. And um, uh, it's a man, man means mind and tra means to free. So this mantra, I've, I've done silent meditation. I've done many different types of meditation, even candlelight meditations. But my mind was always very disturbed, but I like this type of meditation because it gives my mind something to it angers my mind in something, not silence, but in uh, mantras, or these mantras are names, so names of the divine. And the names of the divine are not different than the divine, so nice. you get to tune into another world beyond your anxieties, beyond your negative thoughts. And so I'm really uh, very happy to do my mantra meditation. So I do my mantra meditation. Um, and I do this, I do it for the same amount of uh, time every day, even on the days I don't feel like it. Uh, just like some days you might not feel like eating what you have to eat because it's good for your body. You need it to survive. So similarly with our spiritual, like we said, every single day a human needs to do those four things to be balanced and consistency helps us build even when we don't feel like it. And it's good for other areas of your life. So. I do my mantra meditation, and uh, I actually live with uh, a woman who's been practicing mantra meditation and, and what's called Krishna consciousness or God consciousness. She's been practicing it for almost 50 years. And so uh, we do, in the morning, we do meditation, and then after our meditation, we continue it, and we listen to classes on spirituality, how you're not the body. Um, we need constant reminders and we need to constantly hear the truth in order to uh, remember every day. So we listen to classes, different ones, and uh, we do a meditational cooking uh, where we cook and we just are very grateful for the ingredients, that they're coming from the earth, mm. and that we're cooking with love. And yeah, we just start our day in a spiritual mood. So uh, we do that every day. So even the days I don't feel like it, even, if, even the days I don't feel very grateful, I do it and eventually you feel grateful. <laughs> so that's, that's what sadhana is and that's my sadhana. So I meditate, I listen to classes, I cook and um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very inspiring. Um, and what about those other three things that you check off? Like, do you have a, an actual list that you, you tick off at the end of the day? Like, is that journaling for you or you just make sure you, you do those things and what other, how do you nourish that, um, those other areas? Oh, that's a nice question. So, uh, the other areas, uh, I do them every day, but that's the cool part about this. I never did well with a schedule. And mm. so that's the great part about this list is that it doesn't matter right. uh, what you're doing as long as you do it. So with physical, I go for walks or I ride my bike or I do yoga. Uh, for social, you can call so many different of your friends. You can 
I mean, when the coronavirus, when the apocalypse is over, you can go out with your friends <laughs> or you can FaceTime different friends or talk to new people. That's social. And for emotional, it's, uh, it's usually just time alone. Maybe I'll spend some time praying or I'll write out how I'm feeling. Just get it out. So, yeah. Nice. Um, and your, yeah, I think we should talk more about your art because um, your art is like, how would you describe it? Um, you know, since it's a podcast, it's just a, an audio thing. Um, so how, how would you describe it for those who don't get to, uh, haven't seen it yet? I think the way to describe it is kind of like how you said, it, it, it's, it comes from a desire to want to benefit people. So, um, oftentimes, because I get my inspiration from literature, uh, the piece is based off of that writing. So I just try to bring the writing to life. So it's not really about my art, it's about what's, what writing it's based off of. I did, done many collaborate, I did a collaboration with Achuta Gopi, who's a really amazing yeah. author and poet. I saw and that. That was super cool. Yeah, she did like a spoken word and, and she wrote a poem and it's called Color. And so I just wanted to bring her poem to life. It wasn't about right. my art. It was helping people to connect deeper with her poem or done other pieces like my Chaitanya Mahaprabhu one. Uh, it was based off of something that I read in a Krishna art book. And yeah, it was really just because I wanted people to read the, right. the beautiful, the beautiful poetic uh, prayer poem. So, uh, sorry, what was the question? Um, yeah, how would you describe your art? Um, maybe your style, or yeah. So you oh, you said that it, it's you sort of describe why you do your art, which is super inspiring. Mm -hmm. I think most important thing so how would you describe the style mm, super disney-esque because uh i wasn't i mean i've always done art but i wasn't really so good at digital art and so i knew that even if i want to do art even if i'm passionate about creating and wanting to bring poems to life you can be you can be passionate about something and not be good at it and so I was kind of not good at it because I was very new to the, to the digital art. So that was a different style for me. So I knew going into it, I was going to have to kind of pick something and try to master it. And so I just try to see where there was a lack, where there was not, uh, where something had not been there. What I was looking for, and I was looking for a Disney style. Krishna, I'm like, where are the books like this? Where's the art like this? I feel like this is really attract. I love Disney. I love the way that the characters look. And they just are so attractive. And so I was like, okay, well, I could do fine art. I could do it, but it's been done. So let me just do something that hasn't been done. And I chose Disney. So it's super Disney-esque. 
you get a lot of inspiration from Lion King and Moana and uh, different artists actually from Disney. So, yeah, super, super Disney. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I can relate. I've, I've recently sort of discovered my enthusiasm for um, the Mickey Mouse kind of style um, and the stretch and the, you know, yeah, um, yeah, just the, the line work of, of Disney style, I, I really appreciate as well, like the more old school Disney, mm. like Daffy Duck and Disney, yeah. uh, Mickey Mouse and stuff. I've got a character called Loveheart Man, which you may have seen. He has ba basically like, yeah, tube arms and legs and, you know, the same kind of big shoes as as mickey mouse mm. and the gloves the white gloves and the yeah yeah i love it but, so it's super refreshing and inspiring for me to see um like more um advanced kind of uh characters you know like love heart man is just as simple as it gets um but you're doing Krishna and you know his associates and and you know different incarnations, um, which is more advanced, and then also the more advanced Disney style as well. Not the old school, but like the like you say Moana, Lion King. Um, so you're pretty much doing like the super advanced version of what I'm trying to do. So props to that. That's super cool. Oh, Krishna! <laughs> no, but the old school stuff's the foundation. We have to have it your style is so cool like see i'm kind of envious of that because my style it's like oh it's cool maybe you can make it into a print like maybe someone will like a print as a collectible but no one would wear my stuff people would just admire it and you know uh, be able to get a glimpse into bhakti and the culture and you know way of life in a way that's kind of relatable because they know that type of art style but your stuff is so cool because it can go on buildings, it can go on t-shirts, it can go on prints, and it can go anywhere, and it's just awesome. Like, your background right now is incredible. Like, I want that on my wall, I want that on a hoodie. You can put your stuff everywhere, so in that way, I'm envious. <laughs> uh, the thing about Zoom is that you can see yourself. So I'm looking at my, uh, my, my little, like, thumbnail, and I can see that I'm just, like, my ego is super inflated. I can see it on my face. <laughs> it started off as a little smirk and then I just realized, man, you're so puffed up. Um, so thanks for same, stroking same. my ego there. Um, tell us a little bit about, um, no, thanks for the encouragement, by the way. It's, it's cool to hear feedback always, um, positive or negative, really. Um, but tell us a little bit about where you want to go and what projects you're working on. Mm. Um, okay, where do I want to go? I've been thinking about this a lot this week and it might surprise people actually. But I want to make videos for YouTube and not even art videos. <laughs> just like, I just, I see so many holes, like so many gaps especially in the spiritual community, like uh, art styles, there's not so much variety. Even YouTube videos, I, I remember when I was on a spiritual journey, I was looking a day in the life of a spiritualist. 
right. like a day in the even now you can't even find a day in the life of a, a spiritualist and so i think that that's it that's that's kind of the direction i want to go i want to make videos i still want to do art but uh honestly i don't know so many people respond so well to my art and they want to make books and stuff like that but um i just want to do it for fun Right. I just want to do it out of inspiration. I really, honestly, I don't like taking commissions. <laughs> yeah. And many people would be surprised by that. People have offered me hundreds of dollars and I'm just like, no, I, I just go with, and, and that might sound stupid to some people, but uh, to me, it's a, it's a hobby and it's, I don't know if I would make a, a career out of it. I don't even know if I, I mean, Honestly, when I started my Instagram page, my Instagram page is only a few weeks old. It's not very old. It's a few weeks old. I have almost 2,000 followers, which is really surprising. I started this page practicing. I started this page just out of fun. I had my regular Insta Instagram page with 100 followers, and I was like, no one wants to watch me record videos of my line work. Maybe I should just move it to a different page, and if anyone wants to see it, they can. I just liked making videos and pieces as I felt inspired so I don't know I'm only 20 I don't know if I'd want to make a career out of it but my next moves that I know I do want to make is I know I want to get into making YouTube videos maybe I'll do a few tutorials on how I do my art so that people can learn like that's that's right oh, very it. inspiring yeah I can relate to not wanting commissions or not not enjoying commissions. Um, you, you took it to another level and actually said no to commissions. But for me, uh, I, I often take them, but I don't enjoy them. <laughs> Why don't you enjoy them? Um, to be honest, I think it's because I, I have a mantra. But besides the Hare Krishna mantra, I have a, a mantra called don't tell me what to do. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> even if I love doing it, if someone tells me to do it, I don't want to do it. Yep. You know what's yep. funny about that though? Even if I tell me to do it, like I have a to-do list every day mm. and I resent that to-do list because it tells me what to do. <laughs> same, same. I have a to-do list here and I've been looking at it for the past three days like, I really hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally yeah. understand that. And then you have to go on other people's timelines and force yourself and art is such like a, I mean, you know, when you start a piece that no one's asked you for, that it's come purely from inspiration, you could finish it in a day. You could work for 18 hours straight and not stop just because you just, you just want to see it. You just want to see it complete and come to life. But there's this, yeah, there's this weird, that weird vibe around someone else's timeline and someone else is waiting it just gives me anxiety and i don't want to do it <laughs> if i if i i think i will continue art just because i love it and i and i i've been told by so many people it's inspiring them and they feel like it the style is needed but just yesterday i had a call for a children's book this morning i had a different call for some logos and stuff and i'm just like if I had it my way, I would just keep creating as I feel inspired and maybe make prints. And if anyone wants the prints, I can 
package them really nicely and send them to them, but commissions, <laughs> no. Right. Mm. Yeah. And, and not, and I feel bad for thinking that way, honestly. I feel bad for thinking that way because I know so many people would jump at opportunities like that. I know so, so many people who wish that someone would contact them for a children's book. So I feel bad when I, when I don't feel so enthused on taking projects like that. But Sometimes I, I, I sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sometimes I feel like my don't tell me what to do is, um, comes from a place of, like immaturity um to be honest yeah this is totally off topic really but um i wonder what you'd say to this um lately i've been reflecting on what what would make the biggest difference in the quality of my life or what does what has been recently and it's been following rules I, I've, I'm developing a real taste for, um, and you know, this is probably gonna like be a real like weird thing to hear from a graffiti artist or a street artist, but um, honesty is really good for my mental health and, and in general for, you know, and so rules give an opportunity for people to be honest and humble right? Because I've lived my life from a place of entitlement and pride. So I, I get to run reds, I get to paint whatever I want, I get to do whatever I want, and I'm somehow entitled to, to do that more than others, like I'm special. And that actually hasn't served me very well. It, it, it actually creates a, a kind of irresponsibility about life and a distaste for the rules themselves and also just expectations like work like i kind of hate work <laughs> that's why i've tried to start my own business that's why i've tried to make a living from graffiti and it and it actually hasn't paid the bills so it's been very problematic for me to have this mentality of um yeah entitlement and and pride and so what's really making the difference for me is just humbling myself and saying you know what i'm not better than anyone else i i should wait at the red light i i can't just go and paint that wall because i feel like it and also i should honor the requests and the expectations from others who i live with or or, or wherever and that's just been really like a real breakthrough for me in my own sort of spiritual development thank you so much for sharing and that's actually super relevant, a super relevant theme in my life too, because I was expressing to the woman who I live with, who's been practicing meditation for 50 years, I expressed to her, so many people are asking me for projects and I just don't want to do them. She said, you should take every, she said, you're young. She said, you're young, you have energy. She said, your day should be filled completely you should take every service you should take every project that comes your way she said everything that you waste this life you're gonna have to beg for in your next she said every opportunity everything you throw away you're gonna have to beg for in your next life 
So she said, take every opportunity that you can. Take every, anytime anyone asks you for help, you better jump <laughs> at the opportunity. And so. How did you feel when yeah, she said that? I felt like, I felt like this talent is not mine, actually. This talent, this ability to create was gifted to me by the divine. And if, and if I'm constantly meditating on connecting with the divine and my meditation is asking for service and, and some, some way to serve humanity in a way bigger than me and then it comes and I, and I don't want it or I, I reject it, not wanting it is one thing, but rejecting it is another. And I uh, reject true. it. Then, then, yeah, like you said, it's entitled. It's a little fucked up. <laughs> and it's a kind of ungrateful a little bit so yeah I'm struggling with that currently I don't know what to do because I, I someone asked me a long time ago before I even started doing art they asked me they saw me draw and they said oh would you do art as a living and I was like no and they said why and I said because I don't want to make my hobby my job <laughs> and they were like uh, why? And I was like, because then you don't have a hobby anymore. <laughs> uh, but that's not necessarily true. And I learned that actually this weekend. I was, I had so many different projects that were due and I was feeling anxious because I knew I had to get them done. And I thought, I don't even want to touch my iPad. I don't even want to draw just because it's stressing me out knowing I have to do so many other things. But I ended up drawing and it wasn't any work. It was just to draw and it. I got all my projects done that would have taken me a week done today just because I gave myself, I don't know, time to just have fun and, and, and not stress. It's hard when your hobby is your job. Right. I wonder if there's some kind of middle ground, and I'm sure this isn't a brand new conversation in the world. I'm sure many people have struggled with this. Um, and I'm sure there is a solution to it. Like, yeah. Um, I wonder what that will be for you. I mean, you, like you say, you're 20 and so you've got, you know, got some, some time to think about it and, and maybe try different approaches to it. And yeah, I'm sure you'll find a good middle ground, whatever that looks like. I'm sure it will be, um, in line with your spiritual quest, um, but yeah, I, I can resonate with some of the stuff you're saying about um, gratitude, and um, and I, it got me thinking about how in the beginning of our conversation you said you you practice sadhana, your spiritual practices, whether you feel like it or not. And I was thinking, what if art became your sadhana, and you did it for Krishna, uh, whether you felt like it or not? How how that would turn it into an act of surrender. You, just like you said in the beginning of this conversation that you felt like this was made by some divine arrangement to inspire you, I feel the exact same because literally this exact thing I've been struggling with. Um, you're spot on. And honestly, now that I'm, now that we're having this conversation and we're reflecting, I'm, you were saying that a lot of your a lot of your resentment towards commissions comes from don't tell me what to do. I was thinking, well, what's my, what's my reason? 
And I think mine is actually, and I think it would surprise people, but it's just the truth. I think mine is that, but it's mainly insecurity. Uh-huh. Every time someone, today, when I got the, um, <laughs> when I got the book that someone wanted me to work on, they sent it to me and they, cho- they, told, they wrote down what kind of illustrations they wanted. Mm. And my first thought wasn't, I don't want to do that this scene my first thought was this is really gonna stress me out because what if I can't keep the characters faces consistent and what if the you know it was just doubting doubting my ability yes Yes. so yeah there is definitely that don't tell me what to do because I've had projects where it's just like, oh my God, stop messaging me 500 times. I don't want to change the color of this. There's definitely that. Right. But my main <laughs> reason, my main reason for wanting to like not take on projects is because I don't feel, I mean, like I said, I started this page practicing. My Instagram is such, it's so new. I'm so new to digital arts. I, I literally have taken one course. I paid 50 bucks for the course taken one course and I still today when I finished my Vishnu John Swami piece I still had to return refer to the video course just because I couldn't remember how to put highlights so I'm brand new and when people are asking me to sign contracts for books and stuff like that I don't want to do them <laughs> I don't want to do them because like I'm afraid <laughs> right yeah afraid. that's great I mean, it's not great that you're afraid, but it's it's awesome to <laughs> to hear your you know your self awareness about it, because that yeah, then you can sort of do different things, right? When you realize what it, what it is that's blocking you, you can um, remove it. Hopefully, <laughs> it actually reminds me, as I was saying, that I was afraid to do it. But we were talking earlier about how this talent was it's a gift. All of our abilities that we have and the body that we have, it's a gift from from the divine. Uh, and so although in the in the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna was a warrior. He was born into a family of kings and queens, and it was his duty to protect. But he was afraid to do his duty. Right. And so yeah. Krishna told him, it's better to do your, I mean, it's better to do your duty imperfectly than do someone else's. Yes. So it's kind of reminding me of this. All I, all I can do is try. (laughs) That is true. And that's all that's, um, it's all you can, all we can do. It's a really good principle to remember. Like all we can do is try. Um, and Krishna, you know, when he says that, that um, to Arjuna, um, I brought this up with someone the other day. I, I said that, you know, in my, um, my work as a youth worker, um, I feel like a bit of a fraud, like, because I don't feel like I, I am a good role model for young people because um, I don't have like a sweet car and you know like a successful marriage and like all the stuff that you know uh 
a, a good role, role model should have in my mind. Um, and yet here I am in this position of, of leadership for young people. Um, and he said, um, he said a, a couple of things, but one of the things that stood out a lot for me was that verse that you just said, um, everyone should do their duty um, and not someone else's. Even if their own duty um, is imperfect and, and even if they could do someone else's perfectly, it's better that they do right, their own duty. And he said that what that means is, is that every endeavor is covered by some fault. Krishna also says that in the Bhagavad Gita as well. So whatever you do, there is going to be, it's not going to be perfect because it's, you know, we're human. And so we make mistakes you know, to err as human. So that really inspired me. So I apply that to everything now. Whenever I have perfectionism or fear of failure or fear of not being good enough, which is a big theme, actually, I, I realized recently, I'm, I'm, all my fears because I, I made a list of my fears. It's a really great practice, by the way, to, to actually write down all the stuff that you're struggling with. Like I made a whole list. Here's my fears and here's why I have it. Um, so the why I have it. do that part, later. Sure. The why I had it part or the cause of the fear was often um, not good enough. I, you know, I fear rejection or I fear this or that because I feel like I won't be good enough. So coming back to um, your art practice and how you're saying, you know, um, it's not so much, or it's don't tell me what to do, but it's also, I don't know if I can do that kind of thing. So yeah, I can totally relate. It's that not, I'm not good enough. Kind of. it's, a lot of people have it. It's not like unique. Anyway, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I kind of, um, yeah, I make, I make my, um, I just make myself unavailable. Like I had two meetings just the past two days. I pushed those meetings back as long as I could, as far back as I could, just because, and I went into it with the mentality of, I'm probably not going to take these projects. I'm probably not going to do it because to me, it's not even, to me, it's like, is this worth the anxiety that I'm going to go through trying to do this? Um, so that's why I'm only really doing stuff that I feel inspired by. And it's not that, and I don't always feel inspired either. Like right now I'm working on a piece. I don't feel inspired to do it, but I'm doing it because I know that I need to put something out because I don't know I kind of feel like in a way that preaching my guru actually told me he said you're good at art and you're good at preaching so do both at the same time and so there's days I don't feel like drawing there's days that I don't always feel inspired and that I start something and then I have to do it again um but it's coming from a different place than a commission is a commission i mean maybe it's not 
maybe it's not coming from a different place because like for example the commission that i immediately was just like i don't think i can do it it was the birth of lord krishna children's book on the birth of lord krishna so the, the, the drawings were going to be baby krishna and uh kamsa driving the chariot with devaki and vasudev i'm like and in my mind, I'm like, do I even know how to draw a chariot? I'm struggling yeah. to chant Joppa. How am I going to draw these great personalities? So right now it's coming from the place of I do it because it's inspiring people to, like, one of my most popular ones is called Joppa Girl. And it's, it's, the, it's the two types of chanting you can have. Yeah, I saw that. I love it. The way her facial so, expression. <laughs> That's what was that day. inspired from? Like, what I feel like I've seen that somewhere, like in a Disney, like Moana or something, or yeah, it's totally Moana inspired. So, one day I was chanting Japa and I was having such attentive Japa, it was so mystical. I had like an experience where I felt like the mantra was going into my ear, into my heart, and, and feeding my soul whether I was listening to it or not, it was giving sustenance, like sustenance to my soul. And, and I wanted to make that into a gift. I wanted to just have it turn into a gift where the mantra's going in and like the soul is in there like getting full. But then the next day, I went to chant Japa and I did not have that experience. I did not want to do my meditation at all. I did it, but I did not want to do it. And so... I was like, you know, I got really discouraged. Who am I to draw such a beautiful realization of Japa? <laughs> and so I was like, I'm not going to do that gif anymore. I don't want to lie to people and pretend like I can chant Japa and have these wonderful realizations when I don't. So then I was on Pinterest. And yeah, I saw this picture of Moana and she was like this. Yeah. And I'm like, that was me. And so I got inspired and I was like, that's the reality. And so then I made like the, the Maha Mantra go around her and, and in her ear. And if you see in the picture, there's like the mantra is going in her ear and it's also wrapping around her as though it's just to kind of elude that it's personal in a way. When the mantra wraps around her, it's almost like it's holding her. And then there's like a spark in her heart. So that was kind of my way of representing the realization that I had the day prior that it was giving life to her soul. And then in the other one, there's the dark thoughts that are wrapping around her coming into her ear and the background is written. It's just like thoughts, 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 thoughts in the background. Mm. It's just the word thoughts. And if you zoom up on the picture, in the, in the previous picture where the soul is just illuminated, in that picture, the soul is a tiny, tiny little spark. And it's like, it has a little hand and it's like, please feed me. Right. <laughs> like just chant. Even if you don't hear it, just chant. So if you zoom in in the picture, you'll see a little spark and it's like trying to get her attention. Like, hello, I need right. my food for the day. <laughs> wow. That's and, really great imagery to, to remember. Like, I, I really think that that's a, a great synthesis of your two, you know, talents that your guru told you, right? 
sharing mm-hmm. Krishna consciousness and art, like putting them together like that yeah. is just super cool. Yeah. Do you have any other um, projects like that? Or do you have ideas? Do you get ideas while you're chanting? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actually, I have to wake up really early because I noticed by right, like around 6.30, I just want to start doing. So right. in order for my mind to actually be quiet, I have to wake up really early or I'm just going to be thinking of all these different ideas. Um, lately, lately I've been trying to get uh, a few things that I, a few things that I promised people done. Uh, so I don't really have any anything on my plate right now. I'm working on something. I'm working on Krishna holding a cow right now. <laughs> nice. That's just that's just so so that people can see Krishna in my style. But it, there's not really any like right. I don't think I've seen that yet. Behind it, yeah, Disney style Krishna. Like I said, all the artwork, I was seeing everybody's different artwork and it was either really fine, fine artwork or like, honestly, kind of distasteful drawings of Krishna. Like I had, I would turn on Netflix when I was at my mom's house and there was like previews coming on and there was a little Netflix show and it was a it was a Krishna and Balaram. And I saw it and I was like, this is yeah. not a supreme personality. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. This is not it. Or I saw one on Instagram and I was not to discredit the artist, but I was just thinking like, mm. that's that's why I was saying in the beginning, actually sadhana is more important because if you want to paint the, the supreme, mm most divine planet you have to have some spiritual connection so that you can get some expert guidance from that person within your heart and so yeah projects we've come full uh, circle yeah that's cool Mm, well with nine minutes to go let's do a quick fire round what is your favorite food favorite prasad (laughs) anything with paneer (laughs) yeah that's the correct answer (laughs) (laughs) what about you oh um this is about you the quick fire round okay fine 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 fine. um well your juggernaut t-shirt is pretty awesome um thank you What's your favorite t-shirt? T-shirt? I think this one's my favorite. It's pretty cool. My best friend in Florida, well, I have multiple best friends in Florida, but one of my really good friends in Florida, Monica, she gave this to me. I think this is my favorite. This is my go-to. My favorite, most comfortable. It has juggernaut on it. You just go out and you give people some... (laughs) some beautiful face to look at so this one yeah totally um favorite festival of the year Mm. 
probably probably what's it dot uh let's see what's the call i'm still very new to krishna consciousness the month where uh, mother yashoda binds krishna with the rope right what's kartik that, what's that month called kartik my favorite i love yeah. those prayers or damrida mas um, what's the best piece of advice you've received? That the process of Krishna consciousness works for those who work at the process. Nice. So, what's your favorite movie ever? Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille. Never heard of it. Have to check that out. You've Is never heard Disney? of the movie Ratatouille? No, I'll yes. Google it straight after this. Though. You have to watch it and then give me an immediate review once it's over <laughs> right. describe yourself as a teenager in three words so in my present condition <laughs> <laughs> um impetuous uh um insecure but hopeful Mm. <laughs> Biggest pet peeve? Mm. Probably when people uh, misinterpret my intentions. Mm. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? <laughs> Krishna, milk or chocolate. Or carob. Or carob. Really, though? I really like carob, actually. Okay. Um, if you could be from any other decade or era, what would it be? Ooh, probably when, probably the seventies or the sixties when Prabhupada was alive and around. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that'd be, I'd probably say the same thing. Um, if you weren't an artist, what would you be doing? Probably making YouTube videos, which is what I'm going to start doing. <laughs> well, I this is a pretty good, um, pretty good start, really, because we you you were saying you talk, you know, you wanted to do uh, a day in the life, and we kind of mm. touched on that in the beginning of the podcast. Um, speaking of pod, uh, if you have an iPod, what's on your playlist right now? Lots of John V. Harrison and lots nice. of Achiti Gopi. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I always thought um, Achyuta Gopi was like the Ayendra of Madhaji's. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to tell her you said that. She's going to probably go into ecstasy. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. If you could have any three people, dead or alive, well, anyway, don't want to get into philosophy, but over for dinner, who would they be? <laughs> Um, <laughs> over for dinner, um, yeah. my Gurudev, Srila Prabhupada, and Krishna. <laughs> oh, who's your Gurudev? Oh, <laughs> His Holiness Keshava Bharati Maharaj. Nice. 
If your house was on fire, what two things would you run back in to get? By the way, we don't condone that, by the way. Yeah, but still. <laughs> Probably my iPad and my phone. Mm, okay. <laughs> Not your beads. <laughs> <laughs> if those burn, then the living entities who die will get benefit. I can get new job for beads. My beads have not been chanted on. If they were chanted on by my spiritual master, I'd probably get them. This is honest. You said we have to be honest. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. I shouldn't have said that. That was like loaded. <laughs> um, name, name a book that you read that positively shaped you. Well, I think you did earlier, but still. Frame them all up. All right. Um, okay. Who would you... Who would play you in the movie of your life, <laughs> really about your life. Who would play me? Gosh, you have to be really self-aware to answer this question. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, Zendaya. I would be honored if she played me because she's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you had a spirit, by the way, <laughs> this is just a, like a, from, I just Googled, I just realized, okay, do you want, I'm going to be honest. Um, I didn't plan this interview like at all, like zero. I just thought, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a good conversationalist, you know, we'll just wing it. Um, that's basically my life story too. But, um, so when, when, <laughs> I, when I suggested this quick fire round, I literally Googled quick fire round <laughs> questions. That's and this is actually what, all uh, great interviews do it. Right. Um, but I'm sure they have some planned, like I'm just reading these as I go. If you had a spirit animal, what would it be? <laughs> um, Oh gosh, I don't know, maybe a dolphin? <laughs> cool. Um, what's your favorite? Hmm. Okay, these last four are like a write-off, but um, what's your favorite TV show? Hmm. I really like, I like listening to Prabhupada Memories if that counts as a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Wholesome. Uh, any tattoos? <laughs> my friend put one in my ear. You can barely Whoa. see it. It was done in it was done in red ink. It just looks like scratches now. <laughs> <laughs> she practically held me down and forced me because she had just gotten a tattoo gun. I was 17 years old and she did not know what she was doing. So <laughs> it's not very I would beautiful. call that more like vandalism than a tattoo. Yeah, or child abuse, yeah. Yeah, something like that, along those lines. Um, actually, these last two are pretty cool. Um, best gift you've ever received? Probably from the person who introduced me to Krishna consciousness. Uh, she, she told me to read The Journey Home. Mm. And that book resonated so much with me and allowed me to step into this beautiful way of life that I'm trying to follow now. Nice. 
And if you had one superpower, what would it be? Humility. Nice. Well, thank you for joining us on this podcast. And we wish you full success with um, your art career. Um, you're still so young. So, um, yeah, like I said before, I'm sure, um, you know, with the kind of... Uh, spiritual trajectory that you're on you'll you'll be guided towards uh, a very fulfilling and um i don't know if this is a word but contributory contribution full <laughs> life <laughs> yeah and your art rocks thank keep you. it up thank you so much so does yours do you make shirts or anything like that yeah um good point we should do plugs here <laughs> um, I've got, I've got it, but but for you, um, people on my, I'll just link mine in my zine or whatever. But um, how can people find you? You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. My ads same for both Krishna. So K R S N A. Then it's Loka, but not like the Spanish Loka. It's L-O-K-A. So Krishna Loka dot creations. Krishna Loka dot creations on Instagram. Yeah, so be sure to check and out Hannah's work. Yeah, and on Facebook. Follow her, all of that. And um, follow her inspiring journey. I, I, I've been thinking about how actually all of us, all the people following us are likely going to follow our lives unless they unfollow us for some reason but like that's kind of cool you know we kind of journeying we're sharing our lives with people maybe for some decades you know i know some people have been you know say oh i've i was following you on tumblr um like 10 years ago and it's just super cool wow um, i never thought about it that way yeah but that's true yeah, yeah long term um relationships social media anyway i so appreciated um, the honesty the honesty that came out in this yeah. interview and thank you so much for having me no thank you for your honesty that's what makes it um uh inspiring okay until next time uh, i'll see you on instagram or facebook <laughs> yeah see you thank you cool Catch you later.